Lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe morning... Uh. Afternoon show. show. I missed the morning show. Missed that one. Okay, take two. Try it again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe afternoon show. Happy Friday, Friday to you. Training. I know. I hear it raining on the roof. It's raining. I'm gonna tell you. That song today was open. Uh, opening song was by our superstar that's in studio today. Superstar. Look at her face. Remember Molly Shannon? Superstar. What are you jet lagged? What? Are you jet lagged? Talking to your mic. Are you jet lagged? No, I'm just lagged. <laughs> Would you just take the red eye from California? No, I came in Wednesday night, um, and uh, and I had a day to adjust. But um, yeah, this morning I couldn't find items that I needed um, to bring here, like makeup products, and I had a meltdown. So yeah, that's why I'm a little drained right now. <laughs> you had a meltdown because you couldn't bring find in makeup, makeup products. products. Yeah, because I couldn't find them. And when I can't find things and when I know where I've left them and they're gone, it irritates me. Oh, I get that. Yeah. I get <laughs> so that. Like, what's like, your top product that, if it's missing, makes you nuts? My top product? Um, makeup, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, makeup, it, it shouldn't actually be, like, the trigger because I should just, like, wake up like this, but I don't. Um, <laughs> but, um, what is the product that if I can't, if like, if I can't find it or I, a product. um, concealer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Concealer's it. Okay. But where does the concealer conceal itself that you can't find? I have these, I have these, um, blue and purple circles under my eyes that I've had forever. Um, actually, ever since like pubescent years kicked in, they've they've happened. They've popped up on my face. So 
if you if you want me to look like a, an Adams Family character, like Wednesday Adams, then fine. I'll come in here with no makeup. But if you want Kendra, I'll, I have to have my concealer. I always so. think if, you always ask, or I always do. If you were on a deserted island, you could take one concealer. product. Concealer. I think concealer, but then I think I need my razor, and then I think it's my tweezer, and then you I mean need your razor. Well, you're going to shave on a desert island. Yes, because yeah. you're going to be bathing. Well, the coconut trees are going to mind so if you I have a beard. So I can't just seem to get it down to one product, Kendra. So I would be like Gilligan's Island. I would totally be not Marianne. You know, but it's, first of all, I didn't know anything about that purple haze on the eyes. <laughs> Let's start there. No, start. like some people, um, an ex of mine, his sister had surgery to remove the dark circles under her eyes. But I'm like, I don't do well with anesthesia. Like, I don't do, that's why I don't go to music festivals, because I don't handle drugs very well. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, so that's why I just do concealer, so I can keep my, my body and my nervous system intact and not have to go under anesthesia to remove them. Welcome so. back. We've missed you. Thank you. Woo! That was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And here she is Friday. I think that's bell ringing worthy is all I can tell you. <laughs> we'll open the show again and we go again. <laughs> you look fine. Don't well, worry thank, about it. Thank you. Yeah. People but I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm back. I'm back in sunny South Florida where, you know, with thunderstorms every four, at four o'clock. But at least it's consistent. It's consistently bipolar. Well, it's better than just that. like me. Better than <laughs> it's better than an earthquake at three o'clock consistently. Right. Right. Yeah, I actually I experienced my first earth earthquake uh, living in California. How was it? Um, well, I was <laughs> I was watching. What was I watching? I was like watching reruns of The OC, um, and at, like and this was at like one thirty or two o'clock in the morning. Because, um, you know, when you binge stuff, you, like, binge until the sun comes up. So I was just sitting there on the couch, and all of a sudden, the couch starts moving. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. And it didn't register that I am on the West Coast, so therefore, te like, the tectonic plates could shift. So I, I was just like, oh, that's weird. And I just thought that it was, like... You know, because it was a Friday night, like, I was sipping on some wine, and I was like, was that, like, the wine that's kicking in? Maybe? I don't know. Um, but then the next day, I see on Facebook people saying there was an earthquake last night at around <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, why didn't, like... See, like, when there's a hurricane outside, like, you know that there's a hurricane. But with earthquakes, it's like you, you don't get that pre-warning, so you don't get to, like, hype it up. Like, a, like you don't get to put up, like, the, the hype flyer for yourself. And you're just like, oh, I'm embracing it. Like, I didn't, I didn't get that notification for me to embrace it. So I just thought that there was something wrong with me or something wrong with the wine so no, there was no panic notification yeah no panic flyer went i out. couldn't enjoy it well, i wanted to enjoy i wanted to enjoy my 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 first earthquake like like the rock in san andreas did like so it's, it's amazing thank god for social media <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't have known you were in an earthquake i know <laughs> I'm right? trying no. to, i totally missed it i'm trying to understand i thought there was that. something wrong with my building i was like Okay. Your building, your building, your wine, everything but an earthquake. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I was I like, hopefully, it. like, it's not like a sinkhole, because that would have been sinkhole. bad. Sinkhole. I'm yeah. pretty sure you would have realized you were in that if we had. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. That. A like, whole building? Sinkhole. What do you live on? The third floor? The fifth floor? 
I'm on, I'm on the fourth floor. Yeah. A sinkhole would have been tremendous for 40 feet. That would be a 40 foot sinkhole. I know. I know. So, <laughs> but yeah, there, I was Aren't in glad an earthquake. Aren't you found your concealer? I was about to say the concealer, <laughs> the missing concealer. You know, when I was in New York, there was one earthquake. I think it was in '79. No, it had to be in the '80s, '80 something. And I'm sitting there in my in my in my bedroom, and things are moving. And I said, now in New York, you don't get earthquakes. And then in the news, it were, you hear that sirens and everything else. We had an earthquake, something that happened far away, and it, and it happened. I could not live in a country, in a city, in a state where the ground is constantly moving. I couldn't do that. Oh, yeah. That would scare the hell out of me. You see what's happening in New York with all the, I want to say smog, but all the air pollution is coming in from Canada? Yeah, yeah it, it honestly looks like a Godzilla movie. But I think California, with all the wildfires, is like that a lot. More no, it's like that all the time. More like that it's than like not. It's like China, yeah. where you can't see across the street. I don't know. We've got yeah. people building an RV on the Mojave Desert over here, so. That's a different <laughs> story. In, I mean, in, today in is Los a day Angeles of freaky, and in California, like, there's smog a lot. But, um, now, what part of California do you live? You um, live? Los Angeles, um, near between Beverly Hills and West Hollywood and Hancock Park. Wow. How's so. that going for you? out there it's good yeah i um i just did a, a shift on my on my team which is which is a good thing um and i and yeah I, well i'm filming two movies down here but i have um i have more performances and things lined up um in la so just it's it's all a matter of just staying staying up to date with me on social media so you know when an earthquake is coming or when you're in an earthquake. What movies yeah. are you filming? Is that why you're here? Yeah, I'm filming uh, the Cherry Picker with uh, with Ciro DiPaggio, the who has the Mob King out right now. He yeah, was here fr last Friday. He was here last Friday. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, the Cherry Picker is his follow-up project, which I'm co-starring in and co-producing with him. And we also have another project that we're doing another another film called Burning Bridges. It's a wrestling movie. So and I'm also co-starring and co-producing that one. You're gonna be a wrestler? No, no. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to wrestle the wrestler because I um uh, I'm playing the, the wrestler the main character's wife. So Oh you're the wrestler's wife. Yeah, who's always pissed off at him so I get to wrestle him. Yeah. Welcome to marriage. <laughs> who's playing who's playing the wrestler? I'm Sarah. curious. Zero. Zero? Yeah. Zero? Yeah, yeah. So you wrestling Zero? Probably. Zero Maybe. as a wrestler? Maybe. I can't I can't spoil too much. So like have so like yeah, have amnesia. She has no I, idea. And what are you doing <laughs> in California? What else have you got cooking? Um, I just did a collaboration with Chloe Latanzi, who's Olivia Newton John's daughter. Um, and that was awesome. She and I speak the same language. Um, she was like, yeah, when all the COVID stuff happened, like my third eye opened up and I was like, oh girl, we could go on for days. Um, <laughs> the man at the third eye. Yeah. <laughs> my third eye opened up. See, your story's yeah. not so far-fetched. So, um, but, and, uh, and we worked with, uh, Dave Auday, who actually remixed one of my, uh, later singles, uh, Sublime back in uh, 2017. So, but now we're working on an original composition with him and um so i i just worked on on that and and then i have more more shows and more um 
more songs coming out. Like I, I also got back in the studio with Damon Sharp, who I did most of my Billboard stuff with, and we we came we broke the system with this new one that we wrote. So. Witchcraft. No, not witchcraft. But I, I did. I just recently released that. So we got to talk out. about witchcraft. Yeah. Because it's a whole different change for, since I've known you. Mm-hmm. Using uh, Sinatra's tracks, and, and I posted a picture of you with the gold record for Sinatra and all that. Yeah. Um, tell me, how do you feel about changing up that way? I mean, that's so the way you presented it is tremendous. Well, thank you, Freddie. Um, it wasn't really a departure for me because it's just I'm just going back to my roots because as as you know, as some of you all, I, like if you have if you followed me. Um, I, I started in jazz and singing like jazz standards in restaurants like Renzo's and Crusoe all down here. So I'm just going back to that, that foundation. And, um, and I think that's, that'll be like the, a breakthrough in a, in a way. I don't, I don't know if it'll be a breakthrough or not. Like I'm just shooting in the dark, like a centaur. Um, but, um. Yeah, it's just like an expansion, and I want, and I always wanted to do something to honor Frank, and I'll continue to do more to honor Frank. But uh, yeah, and working with Ralph Johnson from Earth, Wind, and Fire was a nice experience. Um, what was really cool is that I, going into it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm working with like some pretty top-notch people. I feel like this recording process is going to be pretty, you know, rigorous and, you know, repetitive and blah, blah, blah. Like, I felt like I had to do, I was going to have to do like hundreds of takes over and over again. But I, I honestly just had to do the song one, like once through like five times and then that was it. Then they just comped the whole thing. So that was significant. That signified for me that I'm at you know, this level and at this point in my career where it's just like, I can just be myself and that'll, that'll do the job. So what does that feel like for you to get that validation? Do you, do you actually think, wow, I made it look where I am? Or are you still thinking I'm not quite there yet? I'm still Kendra who's singing in the wine bar. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I have dual thoughts. Like I think like that. And then I also think like what you just said. So it's, it's a it's a human process. It's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm grateful, but at the same time, like as as um as any mammal does, we're we're like we're we're out to for we're out for our next hunt, you know, and our our next kill. So, and it's always it's, that survivor instinct kicks in and, and you're just like, I need more. Like I need more to sur- survive on and to thrive with. So, that's it's just it's called ambition but for us to watch you from when we knew you you knew her longer than i have at iheart we would go to the wine bar with the six tables and we'd watch you sing to where you are now i mean your collaborations with these incredible people and recording artists and stars and you're out in la it's like it just shows you that if you do it and you put your mind to it and you told us from the beginning you didn't wake up singing you don't wake up looking like this no. And hard work and perseverance and loving what you do, you can achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah, hard work and also um, not not being afraid to say say no and also creating like your 
you're carving out your own path. And sometimes that means not going with what's most popular because maybe what's most popular isn't like, you know, invigorating enough. So. But it all catches up. I saw, I saw you were also in, in Vegas a little bit, no? Yeah, well, I, I just went there recently because um, my, my dad always goes um, for a golf tournament every year. He goes every year in May and in October. And I was like, since I'm just, you know, I'm not a long shot away, I'll just do the, the up and down flight and I'll meet you there. So. What's your handicap in uh, golf? My handicap is a seven. Seven? Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> What's yours? It's, you ain't going to ask me that. We're talking to the host. I've never played thing. golf, so my handicap is. Trust you, me. Handicap <laughs> seven is pretty good. It's pretty good. She's good. She's good. Do you play in tournaments with that or by yourself? Or? Well, I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing in the tournament that he was playing in. Um, but I, I just went to like chill and relax because last, as you as you know, like the month of April was rough for me. You know, losing my my two year old cat, then also having a little bit of a health scare due to that stress. It manifested in a an internal way for me. So um, I just I was like I texted my dad. I was like. From all the drama I've been through, I owe it to myself just to have a nice little getaway. And Vegas is the perfect place to like give you a boost of energy, because um, that's what I needed. Because I just felt drained, and I was like, I need, I need something to spark me back up. Like, you know, like, you know, the the front of the car is like smoking up, and the car is dead. So I need spark plugs, and uh, Vegas is the spark plug. <laughs> No earthquakes. No earthquakes. No earthquakes. No, and no earthquakes, yeah. Only Godzilla. I tell you, you're the only person <laughs> in the history of my mankind has ever said that Vegas is the place to go. Because when I went there, I came back depressed. Because <laughs> I lost a lot of money oh. in Vegas. Now well, the yeah. To do. There's, look, Vegas is in the house. Come on <laughs> in. Your friend is over there waiting for you. I saved you a chair. Don't look at me. Go over there. My son is in the studio. Go talk to your friend. All right, you want to take a commercial break? Yeah, Get let's do that. Get resituated? Yeah, let's do that. He's in the house. We're to come on the other side of this commercial break. 888-994-4995. Studio A. We had a full studio today. Got to raise the energy. Spark plugs and earthquakes. And we'll be right back. <laughs> do you have an idea for a show or a podcast? Do you want the opportunity to be on TV? Ant Media Productions is partnered with True Oldies Real Radio Station and powered by many online platforms such as Roku, Facebook, YouTube, and even Amazon Fire to help amplify your impact. Do you want your voice to reach a wide audience? Call us today at 866-224-5422. There is no way to ignore it. You hear it on the news, online, from your friends and family. What happened to my money? Whether it got hit by falling stocks and bonds with the coronavirus, shrunk by a floundering 401k with low interest rates, and is riding the extreme ups and downs of the stock market with political elections. Many Americans are worried about their money and how they're going to retire. Help protect your financial future now and call J.D. Melberg for your complimentary book from a leading financial firm that shows you ways not to run out of money whether the market goes up or down. 
This free book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms that can protect your money for a lifetime. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits of annuities from hundreds of top-rated insurers, helping you to find ways to get up to 33% more income in retirement. That's right. Two books both absolutely free for calling J.D. Melberg. Help protect your financial future. Call 877-643-3015. The easiest way to sell your home is to call the number on your screen right now. We'll buy any home in any condition. And the more it's worth, the more you can get. Plus, no real estate fees or commissions means more money in your pocket. And no fix-up costs either. Sell any home in any condition, sometimes within days. Sell your home fast. Call right now for absolutely free information. Ant Media Productions is excited to announce our expansion into North Miami. With our experienced team of radio and TV professionals, we are dedicated to bringing North Miami the highest quality audio and visual production services. Whether you need radio or television commercials, podcasts, music videos, or audio and visual storytelling, we can provide the solutions to help you reach your goals. Our team is reliable, innovative, and creative, and we're ready to help you develop the perfect product. With our competitive rates and personalized service, you can trust that your project is in the best hands. Contact us today to get started on your project. 866-224-5422. South Florida's Good Time Oldies. Delray Beach have their own oldie station. Catch us on 95.3 FM. It's the greatest rock and roll hits of the 60s and 70s. On South Florida's Good Time Oldies, 95.3 FM. Give me the mozzarella. 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 Pizza rica, tasty Richard Pizza at 2001 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard or contact 561863. been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Thanks for it. 
Last night, we had a Comcast outage, and we, you guys found a workaround, and you got up and rolling. But G-Man decided, he and I were like in the same headspace yesterday. He would say something, and I would do it, or I would do it, and he would think it. Kind of crazy, right? Pictures are falling off the wall. He decides we're going to spray holy water. So he puts holy water in our cleaning disinfectant, and he starts spraying everything around. So I'm glad Frank's here. We're doing a whole anointing of the studio. He came in with a mop. 
So he, so G-Man brings in a mop today to clean everything out. So I said, and I knew I shouldn't have said it yesterday, because I tell you, I got to be very careful what I say. I said, this place needs a bath. And what happened this morning? I opened up the cabinet under the sink, and it decided to give me a bath under the sink. Oh. So there it was, which is why I'm very careful about what I say. So G-Man's going to mop the floors. I need to be very specific in what I say. Don't you remind me of the woman that says, you know, it'd be nice if it doesn't rain today and you go and it starts to rain. She says, oh my God. I said, it'd be nice if it didn't and I made it rain. Avraham cleaned everything. He opened the door. He cleans it out. But we've got Frank Rafolo here with us. He is going to anoint us all. <laughs> well, Frank has a special, a special gift that he wants to, to give as well. So uh, welcome, Frank. Hi, everybody. Hi, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome back. Thank you. I have my own thriller killer for Kendra. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll be giving it, I, I won't do it now, but I'll give it to her. Very nice. I know, it's one of those third eye moments. Right, Back to right. That again. That's because you look like the book cover. Yeah, it's, I mean, right? I think, I think we called each other before you wrote the book and then I wrote the song, we called each other. Yeah. Through our third eye. Third eye, yeah. <laughs> third eye hotline. Third eye. <laughs> the third eye hotline. That's what we're going to name your podcast, the third eye hotline. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Got it. Holy smoke. Right? No, not right. Why does this creep you out? No, it's just, no. You know what? It's typical Friday with you. Why? Because I said to you, I think we should invite Frank in on Friday. And you said, okay. And then no, yesterday, Frank said this morning. And so Frank the, sent it this morning. <laughs> this so morning. I was just waiting because I said, let's invite Frank in for Friday. And I mean, this to, morning. Frank said, is Kendra coming in? I, I says, yeah, you're coming in. Oh, I'll see you a little bit. I know. It was perfect timing. It's the third eye. It's the third eye. It's the third eye. You want to be anointed, Kendra? Oh, I need, I need to be anointed. Not I don't just want to be. I need to be. What? It's not an exorcism. No, I don't need I don't need that. Like I didn't eat any pea soup today, so um, <laughs> like I'm good. But yeah, no, um, just positive stuff, positive. positivity all around. That's what I need. Have you always been like this? Like positive, what? spiritual, third eye, or COVID did it for you? Um, COVID enhanced it, but I have always, you know, uh, people. With everything that's going on, people have come up to me um, after like years and years of me saying stuff, and they're like, "Kendra, you were right." And I'm like, "Well, I'm not gonna brush dust off my shoulder, and I'm not gonna toot my own horn. All I can say is that was like, that was a a a, a marker of, you know, confirmation. It was just like a confirmation that, you know, of." my intuition always you know being knowing what's up so kind of like Frank in his books now Freddie sends me links to Mars and life and lakes that they're finding just and like sounds everything and right all sorts of stuff does that freak you out that Frank already wrote it no because I saw a picture does I it open up your that, third eye no I would swear there was Frank was in the picture I'm saying is this Frank in there so I sent it to him I said, I think this is Frank. Is it freaking you out that to see all these is it things freaking now? freaking me out? No, it's just reassuring me of what I've done. Of what you know. 
what you do. It's that validation thing again. You know, they just NASA just released a picture that they took of Mars 40 years ago. They never released, and they just released it, and there is a Stonehenge on Mars. Wow. No, the fu the funniest thing is what I read yesterday. There's that, a Stonehenge on Mars. Yeah, I tell you, Frank was standing next to it. The funniest <laughs> thing was they released a picture NASA. See, that depends who it comes from. Because if Dawn releases a picture, I'm not going to believe it. But here's the thing. In Frank's book, he talks about why it has to be NASA that releases all of this but information. But NASA released yesterday. And NASA, NASA releases all the information. So again, even no, that... No, not at all. Sometimes it's not NASA. Sometimes it's the Air Force or whatever. But yesterday, this one from NASA came out, and they were honest. They said, we can't explain this phenomenon. But they released it, as opposed to waiting 40 years to releasing it because they couldn't explain it. So now they're putting things out there that just don't make no sense. And more and more is gonna come out. So that, if you wanna talk about that in Frank's books, collaborating. What do you think's coming out next? Uh, that a lot of the UFOs are not UFOs. They're made here. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've been they've been manufactured by here by media entities, right? And deep no, ended. We, we yeah. Our government's made them here. Yeah. In collaboration with information they have received before. Uh huh. That I believe. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're gonna freak her out, boy. What wow. are we? Ha happy weekend to you. Wow. Um, All the things that we knew that we denied and... But the, a lot of the UFOs were not extraterrestrial. They were here. They were, they from, they were made here. Do mm. you remember back in the day the Bermuda Triangle? You guys know the Bermuda sure. Triangle? You've heard of the Bermuda Triangle yeah. where ships disappear and planes disappear and things disappear. So I was in high school in Puerto Rico and the Bermuda Triangle wasn't far from where I was in terms of location and all that. And I'm reading about it. And I'm saying to myself... How do you know this isn't a place where aliens go and they sort of do their thing? Because the waters are deepest there in the world and yada, yada, yada. And I went to high school and I talked to my teacher, whatever the hell you want to call this person. And he says, what are you, lost your mind? You lost your mind. And I said, no, look, it says that the planes got all unraveled and they couldn't fly through the zone. And how do you know that all that happened and the plane disappears? How do you know what happened? How do you know that everything got raveled and what have you? Yes, because, because it disappeared. Because it disappeared. So who's making up what? Did Amelia Earhart fly over there? She's still there. Yeah. <laughs> they found her. They found yeah. her. They found her helmet. Yeah. They found her helmet and glasses one time. Yes. They said it was hers. Listen, they found, what's the name of the, the two animals on every ship? Um, Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Yeah. In Siberia, in a mountaintop. Did you hear about this? They found something that looks like a ship with animals that died, the remains, inside the wood of the ship. That was a major flash flood warning, like major flash flood warning. 
A social media alert to Kendra. There's a flash flood warning. Noah's yeah. Ark is in Siberia. Yeah, like if if Noah if Noah had Facebook, he would if have Noah known. Had Facebook. If Noah had Facebook, he would have known what was coming. He would have known. Like it was a flash flood no warning. No one knew what was coming. If the other people had Facebook, they would have known. Yeah, the, yeah. The animals like, needed to know. Like where was Jim Cantori? Like where was he? <laughs> We had someone in the studio last week. I only wish you were here. I think she has an alien living inside of her, the burp lady. Don't go with that. Don't go with Don't go there. Don't I, go there. And I think she has her own language. No, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. I don't want to go there. I want to go there. Language. Don't want to go there. Do not. I don't think I, I don't think you can find that on Rosetta Stone, by the way. And every language. time she burps, I'm telling you, there's a word that comes out. So and I Freddie, ask her. Teddy's going to record her, and she's going to separate the audio with the burp. And we're anyway, gonna, we're going to send it to Russ. Anyway, you'll see. Let's move on. I was on. thinking of you. Let's it's move not on. so far fetched, though, right? Uh, like yeah, they very walk far, among us. Very far. Very far. Yeah. Fetch. yeah, they do walk among us. <laughs> Some shorter My than others. My third eye is open. Yeah, your third antenna. Open. You got a horn coming out of your head. <laughs> but he's not even. Oh, he is on this. I'm like, he's not even here. Who's not here? Christian is here. He's though. right Freddy's there. Not. Christian's right there. Right there. <laughs> Christian, how are you? You want to introduce a new friend to the show? I'm great. Moving I'm away to be from the Rosetta Stone. Rosetta <laughs> Stone. They're screaming at you for something. What? What? That's that's not me. That's I'm Dawn. opening chocolate for you guys. They're telling me to stop crinkling the bag. It's making the mic bad. I'm just gonna open it once. Pardon the noise. Okay. The chocolates are melted in the Florida heat. They're going to like me when I open it up and there's candy for them. They're going to want some, yeah. All right, All right, so we got Christian in the house. Tell us about KCL Home Health Services. Yes, um, so KCL Home Health is a home health company licensed by the state of Florida to provide health care services in your home, assisted living facilities, nursing home, hospitals, so whatever you consider home, whether temporarily or permanently, we're able to provide uh, caregivers to you. How did you get involved in this line of business? So uh, when I went to school with Freddie at FAU. And this is a good story. Yes. Um, I wanted to be a physician, you know. Um, most of my mom's family are uh, in the medical field. Um, however, after a couple chemistry classes, I said, that's not for me. Um, but I was always um, in tune with my business side, right? So I decided to do health administration. And where a, I would say, uh, He's on his mic. Oh, can't hear me? You're good, you're good. Okay. So there was this one professor, you know, the first time I met him, he had suspenders, a fedora hat. And he said he was a nursing home administrator, and he glorified the position and the role. So that's where I kind of wanted to go, and I did. I got my license as a nursing home administrator. I became an administrator for uh, a skilled nursing facility uh, for the last five years. And then COVID hit, and it completely changed the healthcare industry but specifically the nursing home side. And I just saw the quality of care go down. So I wanted to be a part of a higher quality of care. And instead of having maybe 
one caregiver to 13 patients or 12 patients, I wanted to see if I could provide that one-to-one -one care. And so that's why I decided to transition to home health. Is this your company? Yes, it is. Uh, I share it. Um, I have a partner who is a nurse, so she takes care of all the clinical side. Uh, however, I'm more of the administrative uh, business side, so. And you take Medicare or all private? No, we take all private. Um, so w our services are centered around your activities of daily living. So if you are experiencing, you or your loved ones, if you're experiencing any issues, getting out of bed in the morning or toileting, dressing yourself or making breakfast eating we can assist you with that if you are, are having issues ambulating around your home you need help um, taking your medication or you have follow-up doctor's appointments that you need to get to we can arrange that so, i have to tell you i think what you do and the people that work for you are probably the hardest jobs to have because your patients and your clients that you're working for are not easy and I got two of them I call my parents that I light a candle for any aid or assistant or paraprofessional that comes in to yes. help with them it's a thankless job it is um, but it's very fulfilling because you you know when we were in a nursing home um, you saw the progress um, someone coming in and completely unable to use most of their body for example or they're completely out of it because they mismanaged their medication. And then within a few weeks or months, you just see life into that person, you know? Sure, they, they might be cursing you out the whole way, but at least you see that your efforts have, you know, positive results. Um, and, and the home health, it's, um, it's just more fulfilling to be able to keep someone at home and not, you know, and you, because most, most of the time as, the, as you go through your aging process, you decline and you need more help. So sometimes you can't stay home because you have no one to help you. So you have to go to an assisted living facility or you have to go to a nursing home. And most people like to age in place, age at home where it's comfortable, you know your environment, and that's where we come in, you know, to help, help you stay home. What counties do you cover, I'm sorry? Right now, we are, uh, f in terms of uh, servicing you and your home, uh, Palm Beach, from Boca area all the way to Tequesta. You know, the amazing thing is, <clears throat> when I met this gentleman, um, and he was going to school with Freddie, you saw the process. So every time, because I didn't get to see him a lot, so every time I got to see him, he had grown to another position. Uh, to the fact that he became uh, administrator for, for a facility. And that ain't no easy feat. That, you know, I mean, I mean, he makes it sound like, oh, I became a... No, man, that's, that's not the way it's played. That's not an easy feat. So that Thank the you. next time I saw him, I saw your little boy, mm -hmm. which he didn't have at no. the time. Uh, and I saw the little boy, and then I find out that he owns his own business. I got to tell you, just this like is a Kendra, tough business, yeah. Just like Kendra, when I saw Kendra the first time that she sang, and and this is gone, and this is grown, and and I see Kendra, and and right in front of me, you know, 
they become somebodies. Not that they're not somebodies, but they can become bigger somebodies. Um, and I wanted him to come and share his story, you know, because, and, and I'm very proud of Freddie, and I'm proud of my kids. But my goodness gracious, I look across and I go, you know something, over the years, they've grown and they've become, and now they're leaders in the community. So it ain't easy to do what you've been and what you've done, man, but you've Thank done you. it. You've you know, I, I also have to thank Freddie for that as well, because, you know, we went from being frat brothers to real brothers. And throughout the years, you know, we speak to each other about our progress and our professional lives. And we kind of motivate each other to take that risk or the next step, you know. And um, I do appreciate uh, knowing Freddie. You know, we've been competing ever since he got voted president of the frat and I got vice president. And he's just, that. you know. I remember that. Live it down. <laughs> I that. So you'll do any type of shifts if someone maybe just wants to go to work for a couple hours and they got to get out. You'll even do like yes. A, what's your minimum shift work? We do a minimum of four. We do a minimum of four hours. However, uh, we also do uh, bath visits. Uh, we also do. Um, let's say you just need help in the morning and you need help in the afternoon or at night to go to bed or to get out of bed, we can do those visits as well. Or let's say you're pretty independent and you need help, let's say your health has reached a very complex level and you have so many medications, so many doctor's appointments and follow-up, we, we also do care management where we make sure you get to those follow-up appointments. We send a nurse uh, with you to interpret what the doctor is saying so you're not confused and you're being compliant with the care, um, with the, you know, with the regimen that the doctor wants you to follow. So That helps on so many levels. Like I'm sitting here living it. My parents are always at a doctor. Yes. And someone to actually interpret really what the doctor says right. versus what my parents hear. And then this, this game of telephone. Or someone, if their spouse wants to go to work and someone's got to go to the doctors. And after, after talking to you, I'm thinking, you go to the doctors every day and your spouse has to give up their job to get you there. So there's no income coming in and you become sort of codependent. Absolutely. Emotionally, everyone needs to do their own thing sometimes as well. It's exhausting yeah. to be the primary caregiver, you know. That's why we, we want to be that second pair of hands. And, you know, the company comes with 30 combined years of long-term care experience. So you're getting the utmost quality at the most affordable price, you know. So that's why we're here. That's what we do. How do people reach out to you? So you can go on our website, www.kclhomehealth.com, or you could call us at 561, got to look it up, 822-3956. We do have a special going on, so if, um, if, you are, if you do sign up with us from now until July 4th, we will give you the first four hours of service for free. Nice. So, um, so you can you know, reach out to us. Again, website or phone number, 561-822-3956. Is there a minimum contract? So, um, uh, like I don't 30 understand. days, 60 days, 90 days? No, no, no minimum. Then that's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. You're always looking for, for people to work for you in that field? Absolutely. The, I mean, uh, we're always looking for nurses, CNAs, HHAs, um, companions, uh, you know, healthcare is always evolving. 
there's always someone being sick, you know, so it's never ending. So we always need staff. Wow. I remember doing that particular business and I used to hire the, the caregivers. It's that, tough. And what it happened is. was I used to hand pick them. So when they went into a home, these were all snowbirds. They used to take them. So I had to start all over again. And, all over, and then they used to laugh. She says, well, welcome to the business. Because it's ever changing and the better they are. The more they, they want them. They, they take them with them. You got to put the clause in the contract. Right? I, but it wasn't my company. I was doing sure. it to help her. And so I called the owner. I says, yo, buddy, you got to help me here. No, Freddie, you're doing a good job. I lost 22. Whoa. People that job, I, I Oh, I was the best. I taught them how to shape people and everything else because they had electric razors. Some of the girls didn't know how to do it. But I got to tell you something. A little caring goes a long way. And these people up north, they says, I'm taking her with me. And there was no clause. Right. And, you know, the caring part is absolutely, you know, the most important part because you could be the most technical caregiver in the world, you know, where you know you have the best knowledge. But if you don't have that soft and caring approach, you will not be seen as the best caregiver, sure. you know. So it's all in our name, KCL, Kind, Caring, Loving. We provide kind and caring services to your loved ones. So that's what we do. Well, thank you. Check it out. Everyone needs a little bit of respite care, for sure. You know what it is. Caregivers are sometimes the first to get ill, even when you think it's going to be your loved one. It's not. It's that stress on the caregiver. Absolutely. It's so hard. It's not How many years job. did you do that show? Uh, which one? Marsha. Almost eight years. And it continues now with Senior Strategies. Yeah, and now Volan is calling because they want to take over the Slack as well. So let's see what happens. All right, let's take a commercial break. More to come on the other side, 888-994-4995. We're going to head over to um, Singing Gnomes and some chocolate. <laughs> we'll be right back. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, Contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. Would you like to hear better for as little as 10 cents a day? Now you can with the all-new Audion hearing aids. The average hearing aid lasts about three years. Ours at only $99 a pair means you're paying as little as 10 cents a day to hear better. And to make things even better, we'll give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Skip the doctor and get hearing aids delivered straight to your door. We've eliminated all the middlemen to offer you a factory direct price of only $99 a pair. Join over 300,000 people just like you who took advantage of our 45-day trial offer. 
Now you can hear better too for just 10 cents a day. Call now and order your $99 pair of Audion hearing aids with a 45-day money-back guarantee. Plus, get free 3- to 5-day shipping. 800-259-1328. 800-259-1328. 800-259-1328. That's 800-259-1328. So the Bello Balloons is a business that was born out of a passion for creating unique and beautiful balloon designs including balloon bouquets, balloon arches, balloon columns, and more. We specialize in creating unique and beautiful balloon designs that bring your dreams into reality. We believe that balloons have the power to bring people together and create lasting memories, and we are honored to be part of that experience. Contact us and we will bring happiness to your celebrations with our balloons. Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias, you can purchase visit rosiesherman.pixels.com. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. And we're, and we're back. here. We got half of a singing gnome. I want to. I want to talk to Jay while your other gnome. Wait till you hear this one, Kendra. Comes to join us. Wait till you hear this next segment. Our good friend Jay Harmon has. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a. It's been a little while, yeah. So. Uh, What's going on with you? Well, uh, recently I've had to uh, make some adjustments in my life due to my wife's health, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's through she has a, a type of. Uh, blood cancer called MDS, which is uh, in her bone marrow. And so we are, uh, I've stopped, you know, doing my, uh, my extra work that I was, uh, that I was doing. I'm so glad I'm retired that I don't have to be uh, doing that all the time. And uh, so right now I've been spending a lot of time uh, going to the uh, hospitals and, uh, and care facilities with, uh, with her to get blood and, and so forth. And now that I've got myself readjusted to the new schedule, I am going to be starting a new series of artwork. I'm excited. So uh, you know, this is uh, this is something that uh, that I want to do. It's uh, it's in the style of Art Nouveau, which is something that uh, some people may be uh, familiar with. Art Nouveau is something that was around the turn of the 20th century and uh, back in the late. 1900s, early, uh, you know, 1800s, uh, 1920s, and so on. And it was uh, popularized by an artist named Alphonse Mucha. And he was uh, 
from uh, Czechoslovakia, and he uh, popularized his art in Paris. And it was a very stylized type of art. And uh, I love the style, and I want to uh, uh, I want to work on doing some pieces of that in uh, using colored pencil, which is my medium that I use. And uh, I want to uh, see what I can do to uh, to make some new uh, new kinds of art with that. So uh, Some of the styles you showed me, I think I might have to purchase one. You haven't even done it yet. Mm -hmm. Right, it's that, uh, that style. It's very stylized, but it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's colorful. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a it's a whole new thing for me. I'm excited about doing it. Reminds me of the Roaring Twenties of these beautiful women in the Roaring Twenties. They've got color circles behind them, and the beads, and the pearls, and mm -hmm. the fascinators, and all the beauty of women. And the and here we are in 2030. It's not like you can call it like Roaring Twenty Three. I don't know. Right, right. It's something something different. But I plan to uh, do it uh, to even add different uh, different things into it, like uh, like uh, making the beauty also with uh, Cats, you know, taking uh, taking cats and putting them into that uh, into that makes style. me think of that. Remember the judge when the guy was testifying on Zoom that time during COVID and he had the cat filter on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that reminds. <laughs> I remember that. This conversation. Yeah. I think of these beautiful women. He's going to put a cat in the middle of this beautiful women's picture. But yes. Yeah, but uh, you know they will. Uh, they'll be beautiful cats. Memories all alone in the moonlight. No, no Griselda's. Griselda. Griselda. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I think she, she's beautiful. Yeah. I got the third eye over there. Third eye. Hey, what's up? Now, for those of you that don't know, Jay Harmon actually is the pencil artist. That's his work. This is his work. Spectacular stuff that Jay does. You would think it's painting or photography or anything else. We have in the lobby. We have a whole room dedicated to his artwork as well. So, talent beyond belief, to say the least. And we've known uh, Jay you. now seven years. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's it's been it's, it's been, been a while. Yeah, you know, I don't think that we're getting older, but I look at all of our friends that we met at the gallery, mm -hmm. and everyone's getting older, which means we're getting older too. And just like that. that up, and but just thank you like, very much. Well, oh, one of the artists had a, a TIA, <laughs> and she put that on. A what? Did you see that? Hmm? One of the artists from the gallery, she's had multiple TIAs, and I know Amy retired and moved away, so. Yeah, a Amy has a new gallery, I think, now, yeah. right? She opened up her own gallery. Isn't that amazing? In the Carolinas. Yeah, and, uh, and it's great. I love to see, you know, some of my... Uh, compatriots doing a lot of, uh, of new things and it's it's always good because uh, I love to uh, I love to do new new work and new styles and new things and things that I'm excited about and uh, so now is a is a good time for me to uh, start this new style and you will be seeing uh, some of the work very soon we're very excited to see it you can even come draw for us. Remember, we Jake, used to hold have, it closer to you. Remember, we okay. used to have one of the artists come and she would paint here all the time? Yes. I was thinking more about taking the bus trip you know, Mojave <laughs> from the Mojave Desert. Desert. <laughs> and taking the bus trip, and all of us go up to see her up in the Carolinas. Oh, we I should go do that. To go visit Amy this summer, she would love that. We take, we take uh, Third Eye over there with us, and we do the bus tour. So every place we stop and you sing and we eat, because, you know, nobody's going to charge you. What are what what are the stops? I don't know from here to Carolina. We can ask the bus driver. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We just find places to stop and we walk in, you sing, and all of us get to eat and then we keep going. <laughs> if we if we could stop and eat at like stadiums and arenas, that would be awesome. That would be even better. Yeah, then oh, I absolutely. could perform there. Yeah, she could perform there. <laughs> She's gonna sing. That's well, what maybe, it was toward that. Well, maybe we can get Frank and this whole thing situated with the movie theater that Kendra can come sing. We can do something with the book and put all of these pieces well, together. I was gonna talk mm -hmm. to Kendra about doing that. It all depends when she's in town, but that would be a trip. You know, instead of downtime when people are kind of hanging around, you don't have downtime, you promote the arts. Correct. Well, we talked a little bit about that, how the arts are going to play a factor in some of the things that we're doing at the movies. But actually, Frank, you have the Florida Arts Network, which is bringing films and trying to bring movies back to Florida. How are you doing this movie in Florida, Kendra? Well, we're, we're filming in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, so... Um, yeah, right in the in this in like the the in, the ambassadorial places of South Florida. But you on know? a whole, it's not a big movie making area anymore. Yeah, but he's doing it out of his own pocket. It's the incentives to do this. It's the incentives. incentives Broward yeah. County has incentives. Fort Lauderdale has incentives. Miami has incentives. Not as not as Elaborate. grandiose as yeah. L.A., but you can get incentives through Fort Lauderdale and. Or Atlanta mm -hmm. has better incentives. Mm -hmm. it, it depends on the incentive to make the move. You know, the things that they give you, the, the stuff. So he has to do it on his own. And I mean, he, he has friends that have friends. And, and, you know, you know this guy. We had him. From Becky. Yeah, sure. We had him on the show. A few. So he was here the other day, but I think they were talking about the movie. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. That's Garcia. But he didn't say that Kendra was going to be. I would have had you zoom in if I knew you were going to be in his movies. Yeah, he's he's pretty sly like that, but I'm just like, hey, this is what we're doing, so sorry if I'm like spoiling anything. Oh, is that what it is? No spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, blame blame me. I wasn't told what not to say, so. <laughs> you I know, I, I, I have the writers <laughs> in here. I have the kids in here, all writers. I told them that I wanted to do a detective movie where you're the head detective. A technical movie? Detective. Oh, detective movie. It's oh, yeah. Spanish. Yeah, Detec I'll, I'll I think you would be the perfect detective. Well, my grandfather was um, in the FBI, so Your it's in my blood. <laughs> he was in the FBI and a state prosecutor, so it's in my blood. So good luck dating me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's hilarious. What's in my car? Did I just hear that? <laughs> yeah. She is hilarious. But I'm telling you, a raincoat and like one of these snazzy hats. A raincoat and a third eye. A third eye and a raincoat and a hat. Yeah. And she would be the best detective. I'm telling you, she she'd be the tech. Like, like, what's the name of that famous detective? Jack Stenhouse. Nan she could be it. Nancy, Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. Yeah. Imagine a twist to your Jack Stenhouse novel. It comes back as a she. Well, they you know they changed 007 to a woman. Right. Now it's 007. So now maybe your next book yeah. about Jack Stenhouse is. They're actually the new Roger, um, Roger, uh, Roger Moore's son came out and said and said James Bond cannot be American or a woman; it has to be a British male. Wow. Yeah. That's because Roger Moore was British and he was a male. Yeah. <laughs> but I got some bad news for him. I heard through the grapevine the next one will be a female. Because they think that it would be more 
lucrative. I mean, they may blow her up in the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> and then bring a British male back. And bring in a British male. <laughs> Roger Moore's son. Roger Moore's son. Yeah. Um, it's but, always fun to have Kentro on set. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Oh, did you see that, um, what's his name? The 78-year-old guy, oh. the last hurrah with the, with the hat. What's his Harrison name? Ford. Yeah, he's coming out with uh, his movie. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is his last hurrah. I think he's in New York City for some reason. I don't understand that whole movie line, but so here's, 78. Here's the meme. Who wins, Indiana Jones or Luke Skywalker? If they're in a duel. Luke? Luke, Luke. they tell me. He has yeah. a laser, and this guy just has a whip. What's well, the matter? The yeah, is, yeah, no. Luke, kind of Luke, Luke has the intergalactic advantage. Yes. <laughs> who, who brings yeah. a switchblade to a gunfight? Yeah. <laughs> Not Luke. All we all we need to wait for is that big light, that big um, rock that like rolls down the big ball. <laughs> we just need to wait for that and see who conquers that thing. Temple of Doom. Well, Harrison Ford's going to be in a Marvel movie too. Really? Is he? Which one? Which one? Um, I just saw it the other day. He, he, he replaces one of the actors. He plays one of the Marvel. What, the Gervatol man? I mean, come on now. All right, all right. <laughs> guy's 78. Is he, is, he, is he the new Black Panther? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's the new Black and Blue Panther. Black and Blue Panther, yeah. All right, you want to head over to our singing gnomes? Yes, because I am so curious to know well, what Well, you know, you're having a whole hell? fun conversation with Grace and somebody else this morning. It's still going on. It's still going it's on. It's still going on. But our good friend, Amazing Grace, she's always networking and brings great people forward. She connects us all day long. So she connected me to Stephanie McIntosh and called the Singing Gnomes. And I talked to her and I go, I don't understand the name Singing Gnomes. I expect to see little singing gnomes, like in my fairy <laughs> or garden. Or short people. Hence, singing gnomes. I could add them to my face. I was yes. very excited, actually, but that's not what they oh, do. I'm still excited. I'm just very confused. But that's not what they do. So we're going to talk about what they do about helping to save Between our planet. Between this and the third eye, I'm lost. <laughs> and then Mars. Throw some Mars in. So we've got Stephanie. We've got Will joining us. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Welcome to our Friday of Crazy. <laughs> All right. So we got to ask right off the bat. Tell us about the name. Well, I think... The term singing gnomes kind of came to you while you're in school for agroecology, but we are consultants. So what we do is like we help people who live in residential areas, have homesteads or large swaths of land or commercial areas, and we help them build sustainable ecosystems. So because we're kind of the consultants and we kind of just like guide them towards like how to build out these systems, we think of ourselves as gnomes and, you know, we love the work too. So we have a cheerful kind of attitude about it. Well, also we did it in secret. Mm -hmm. We were living out in LA during the uh, pandemic and, uh, and we had a little balcony section um, and uh, we decided to you know, build it out with my agroecology uh, agronomy skills. You know, like I love composting, but it's like something I have to do. You love composting. <laughs> I'm curious about this because I grew up in the Bronx yeah. with a fire escape. Yeah. So, <laughs> Are you saying that you can actually grow your own food on a fire escape? Uh, we did, That's actually. That's what we did, yeah. yeah. And did. We, <laughs> we had to do it in secret because it's a fire escape and, you know, the whole fire right. issue. Right. The fire yeah, the they park. didn't really want us to grow it because of the earthquakes. So their thing was, like, don't grow food out here. social media. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming or not. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait for, for the Facebook. Yeah. But That's I your news. Because I lived on a farm. 
My father used to make me go get the corn and stuff like that. And they were regular size, you know, vegetables and stuff. But in the fire escape, what did I come up with a, with a piece of corn like this? How do you survive? What you <laughs> I mean, the stuff is this big. <laughs> well, it's not something where, with a size of that, something of that size, you wouldn't be able to sustain where you never have to go to the grocery store again. But what we hope to do is just inspire that idea for more. So it's like we start with, you know, a composter that fits in an apartment. A, you kind of get the taste of like growing okay. food, attracting hummingbirds this and bees. Is a, this is like a city Boca girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are you composting in an apartment? And isn't composting like dirt and manure and all kinds of stuff? Oh, no. It's just your scraps. Me. It's scraps. Yeah, in your yeah. world, your world is all about the, you take dog manure and you well, make That's what I'm asking what composting is. <laughs> Well, well I know you like science. to compost, so I'm thinking, what are you composting on your balcony? Coffee grinds. From the city girl mm. in Boca. Hold on, coffee grinds. Oh, yeah, coffee, definitely. Tea bags. Tea bags are, like, perfect little pouches ready for, you know, the composter. Um, and then what do you do with it? Um, so, basically, you got you got, you got layered up. I, I, I look at it as, like, a lasagna. So, like, you know, you put, like, you know, your, uh, your fresh composted banana peels, uh, you know, veggie scraps. And then you you know, layer it with like uh, with like the brown scraps like uh, coffee grounds, and you just kind of go one on top of the other. Um, and uh, you have to have one part of green uh, green uh, comp compost, uh, so that's like your uh, veggie scraps, to three parts brown manure. So that's like their, your uh, coffee grounds, your uh, uh, newspaper scraps, things that dry it out. Because the you reason put it in like a pot. Uh, yeah. Uh, a, any any type of vesicle is good. Like I I did uh like a like a planter like a like a yeah. <laughs> yeah, we created one out of like a, a miniature. I need like a step you plant, by step There's a planting thing. Is yeah. a soil to yeah, plant exactly. stuff. But then there's no soil. <laughs> well, it breaks down into soil. Yeah. So how long does that take? It takes about ten days for something that size to about three weeks. If it's like because you can do something with like a small garbage can that ventilates. And then that way it'll break down into just soil. Get closer to your mind. Small garbage can that yeah. ventilates. Yeah. <laughs> you and I remember Green Acres. The no, show. no, 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 Green Acres. <laughs> Do you remember? He takes her to the farm. I gotta tell like, you something. What? If there's ever a crisis <laughs> where you had to grow your own food, I gotta tell you right now, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to ask. Green Acres. She can't do it. Stop! Stop! Do it. You're making me cry here. So when you take like banana peels and stuff like that, you have to fine grind it, no? Because you get flies. Uh, well, also uh, grind it up just to like, just to have it break down a lot more easier. And how know? do you grind it? Let's start there. Um, I mean, just chop it up. Chop it up like you would chop up, you know, uh, stir fry like or a like. a ginsu knife type of chop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Just One of the reasons I stopped doing it is because I got flies. Oh, yeah. Well, that means you ha you'll have, you have too much moisture. So you need more, uh, you need no, more brown, more paper. You know? Paper. Yep. I didn't use paper. Yep. I didn't know. Cardboard. What about coffee filters? Yeah, anything. Anything that's not plastic. Yeah. Do you know what he's talking about? Do you I'm have learning. Any clue? <laughs> I'm learning. Do you ever eat food from the from Publix? Publix. Yes. Where do you think it comes from? Someone's composting. Somebody's composting. It's the same difference, the except they do it in massive fields. Here, you could do it yourself. And then, what do you plant? You plant. Well, to more on that, most of the stuff the. Food that you're buying from the grocery store isn't even from America. You, so much of what you're buying is from Costa Rica, from China. And you have more control over what you're growing and what you're putting in your body. 
because most of the food that you are buying is from mass farms that are like <laughs> GMO. Yeah, GMO. GMO or farms where it's buying. like the yeah. farmer doesn't even really have his hand in what he's growing. It's just something that's being picked and yeah, it's being picked early. It's just we're trying. Yeah, it's true <laughs> because my father grew tomatoes. He rest in peace. He grew tomatoes, and tomatoes have to have a lot of water. It's a real pain. But when I ate the first tomato that he grew, I said, this doesn't taste like what you get from Publix. It did not taste at all. Not at all. The taste it had is no different. waxy film to it. None of that. None of that. It didn't have all that good, yucky stuff on it. <laughs> it was actually fruits and vegetables. Maybe that's why I hate tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but you grow this stuff. And it's taste different, is more like is more healthy for you. And sometimes you can grow them very big, it depends on your compost. So you guys had this idea, you were in LA mm -hmm. and you decided to get a school bus in the Mojave Desert and convert it. Well that's a different story. And well, it's yeah. <laughs> One story in <laughs> This is all part of the same thing, so they Well, where'd you bus. get the bus? <laughs> well, I think why. the the apartment was kind of like the first time we were like, Oh, we can grow this in an apartment, but I think we also just, like I said, it kind of triggered like, oh, we could use more space. We could kind of just explore the world a bit more and find land where we could take this operation so to the next level. So you left an apartment to go live on a bus? Yes. Because we want... better by the moment. A moldy bus. A mo no, a moldy apartment. Moldy apartment. Yeah. Yes. We found the apartment had a lot of... Just like... It's Moisture. just... Yeah, it was Let's just like, it wasn't building very well. <laughs> the building itself wasn't sustainable and the amount that we were paying, it's just we weren't being treated well so by like the- So when did you get the bus? So when did we get the- well, we, Wait, you went and bought a bus? In Tampa, yeah, actually. Did. In Tampa. And you there's a dealership. You went from California to Tampa to buy a bus? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I flew down, uh, traded my, my car that I had down here, uh, and got something so I could go travel. A know? school bus? Yeah, yeah. Yep, a 30-foot school bus. A 30 foot school. Oh, yeah, it's a big guy. That's the ones yeah. we use for the football team, Freddie. We <laughs> 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 no, yeah, it's a, well, 30 footer. So, in this 30 footer, you empty it out. Yeah. You put a bed in there. A king size bed. Yeah. Yep. Can't fit that in an apartment. <laughs> you put a bathroom in it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It has a bathroom yeah, in it. Yeah, comp mm -hmm. a composting toilet. So he compost okay. every day. So, now you have your essentials. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have a refrigerator. Don't laugh. <laughs> How do you, oh, why? What's He's composting from the toilet every day. Of course. Mm. Well, what else are you going to do with it? They got stuff to I mix I was good on the banana peels and the coffee grinds and the tea, but now they're composting oh. what I said we were composting. There's some things that work better than that. Mm. <laughs> so In now are you, doing, are you doing composting <laughs> on the bus? Inside the bus? Yeah, I mean, but we built the bus out in a property in the Mojave, like we said. So we were able to, from there we did the full construction, we gutted it out, and we started working with a landowner who was from the city and he really hadn't, he really didn't know like, okay, so this was like a huge beast. I'm on this huge property land. How do I take care of my garbage? How do I grow my own food? And then we kind of saw like all the holes of people that leave the city that want to live in more rural areas and they just don't really know where to start. So that's like kind of where the business really kind of started because we taught him composting. We taught him separation. People on a are, bus. Yeah, because that's where we built the bus out. Yeah. And the so the bus went from Tampa to L.A.? Yep. Yeah. He and drove you lived the bus. in the desert? Yep. So you didn't want one pain, you wanted two. So how is it living in the desert? So you didn't there live There was on a movie like that, Nomadland. They were in the movie, oh, yeah. You see it? And they travel. They travel in, no, they travel in <laughs> RVs, and it's people who don't want the apartment living and living 
as nomads. It was won, I think, awards last year or two years ago. Oh. Were Amazing. there other buses or just uh, yours? They had other, well, some people were, it was all tiny houses. So we had some people on the property who were building con, uh, like storage containers. There was another person who had a bus that he was converting. Other like older RVs that people had thrown out, they were converting them. Double we wide like, trailer. Yeah, a couple stuff of like that. So, so did you guys have wheels on this bus or did you take them off and no, put the in the block? No, still on it. You yeah. kept the wheels yeah. on it. So did it move around or did you just, poof, stay right there? Well, yeah, we just parked it like in any other vehicle. Yeah. So it became a house. Yeah. It's like an RV. Yeah. Yeah, it's a house. If you it's registered as a like motor home. Yeah. Well, how are you now? I, but I love the concept that you're helping people with their own sustainable food, mm -hmm. right? It's helping with costs. In the it's Mojave helping, Desert. Well, no, now they're here in Palm Beach Gardens. No, I know that, but in the Mojave, this is so ironic. So you go to a desert <laughs> to grow food. Anybody ever been to a desert? Well, the interesting thing about that you bring up, it's like for me, I felt like it was almost looking at a time capsule because if we continue what we're doing with the world, most of the countries don't look like the Mojave Desert. <laughs> so you're way ahead of us. <laughs> kind you know of. how to live in the desert. Kind okay. of, yeah. I mean, you just couldn't grow. It, obviously, there's a lot of difficulties in growing in food in the desert, but just like the way that, like I could describe the wind in the Mojave as almost like a hurricane, just without water. So like nothing can sustain. It's just the heat breaks down plastic. It breaks down anything. It gets like, that hot. Yeah, it gets that And hot. cold, too. So it's how a, do you live in that kind of... That, this bus had to be aluminum, right? It was metal. Yes, uh, galvanized steel. 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 Yeah. So how do you live in that heat? It must have been 200 degrees inside that bus. <laughs> well, we went somewhere else. We went to Oregon, which yeah. had its own kind of ecological issues, too. Um, we drove the bus to Oregon. Yeah, after that, this is getting Oregon. better by the yeah. <laughs> Next, they're going to drive it to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Under the ocean. Like. Yeah. I have to shipping yeah. it. How will it be? But, yeah. <laughs> right, so I got another question. What would you do for water in the desert? Well, we just, well, we went and just got water. I mean, the interesting thing about that also is something you learn, too. It's like when you're buying land and looking for land, it usually it's separate from the rights of the water. Like there is water where we were, but it's like to drill a, like to drill a well is about $80,000. So you have to also think about, okay, where am I getting my water resources from? Is it water collection? All these sorts of things. How'd you flush the toilet <laughs> without water? Well, just bury it. In the middle of the desert. Well, they bury it like, yeah. the, like <laughs> the Well, Marines. composting toilet, it's, do you want, me, do you want us to explain like how? Again, the city girl from Green Acres. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They go on, they bury it. No, I got, they bury it. Yeah. No flushing. It breaks down because you use uh, cedar chips, which breaks it down into... And you separate no, and number separate. one from number yeah. two. So yeah. You separate the one and the two. <laughs> yeah. Got that? Yeah. One from number two, because you know number two is very valuable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he's actually, your son. No, no, he's, he's my son. You can actually mix the two, can't you, to use liquefied compost? Bio, biodigesters. Right? I, I actually did a, a scholarship uh, project with the USDA with biodigesters. I, heard, I read yeah. something the other day about that. They're doing more and more looking for this stuff. I gotta tell you, my father was a farmer. Yeah. I know. So he had all this stuff. He used to tell me, Freddie, when the world's in trouble, <laughs> I'll be in touch. When the world's in trouble, you gotta learn how to live the land. I said, Dad, I'm from the Bronx, man. <laughs> what are you kidding? I don't know how to grow anything. He says, you better learn. And I can really relate to what you're saying, but I must, I got to imagine that what you went through had all these levels of challenges. First of all, to go to the desert 
Not for nothing. Somebody should have told you start somewhere else because <laughs> it's hard to live in the desert. You know how hot it gets? And well, cold. And cold at night? Yes, but to me, it's like being in the city. When I saw the land in the desert, I was like, oh, this is what I want. Like, I wanted that peace and quiet. And There's nothing. Expansion and nothing. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. So but how have you turned your love for this into a business? Well, it's just... <laughs> I guess because it, it really wasn't something that we kind of started out with. It was just we met other people because after we were at that property, we went to Oregon, which another couple that had land they weren't utilizing. And they were like, what do we do with it? How do we create business? How do we sustain in this building and then in this in this property? And then we kind of were like, oh, so other people want this help. Other people want to know like how to live off the land and grow food. And it really wasn't something we like woke up one day we're like this is our business it was literally something we just fell into and fell into and but fell that's into what again. you're doing now though you're yeah. helping people learn how and to what survive. do they grow like what's the first thing people want to well it depends to on the zone you're in which you can explain to that but well originally um a lot of these places were like like pot farms you know out west that's that's mm -hmm. what everyone's dream is but then they come into the realization oh the market is saturated because everyone's doing that same thing so then they're like, okay, well, we got this land, so now we got to do something with it. And luckily, they come and meet us, and we're like, hey, you got multiple options. So know? what are some of the options right, right now? Um, so depending on the season, you know, um, I mean, down here, uh, soybeans is like the number one. Um, In Florida? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Soybean? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was oranges. No. Yeah. I, mean, do I did, too. Mm -hmm. I thought it was oranges, too. What do you do with so all the soybeans? Um, so soybeans, are, I mean, eat it, uh, green beans, green beans also. Is yeah, chives as well. Different leafy greens do really well here. Obviously, the exotic fruits as well do really well down here. Well, how much land do you need? It's not like a bucket container a garden. Well, we do. Well, we start with residential. So if you just wanted like a garden box full of herbs, let's say like you had an issue with like pests, we can help you with like or like flies and mosquitoes. Just like so, having the garden box surrounded with lemongrass. And then building into that, so it's like, so so that protects it from all sorts of like gnats and different pests and stuff like that. And then you could add like maybe like if you want to do tomatoes, we could do structures where we have tomatoes outlining like gates and fences. We kind of design based upon the space. Well, that's beautiful available. landscaping, but yet it's food yeah. and it protects your garden and maybe keeps the iguanas away and the mosquitoes. Iguanas, mm. here we go. This yeah. this public enemy number one. That is yeah. a big one. The a the apex. Oh my God, I, got, I went from one <laughs> to about a hundred. I mean, I need this guy, your guy, because they eat everything. Mm -hmm. They're like the garbage pail to Chicken the of the trees. Chicken <laughs> of the trees. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. When, when there's a cold front, they freeze and they fall out. Yeah, yeah but it ain't been like way for a little <laughs> sure. while. We just started planting garlic plants. And yeah. it said the mm -hmm. scent of the garlic plant, which actually doesn't smell like garlic, that keeps iguanas work. away. I don't know. We've had that it for two work. weeks. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. They just get bigger. <laughs> the iguanas are the garlic plants. Yeah, and keep the vampires away too with the garlic. Yeah. yeah. No, no twilight here. <laughs> All right. So let me. So let me understand. Do you still? Are you still living on the bus? Uh, right now we're doing well. My dad's a carpenter down here. A unique touch cabinetry. Just a heads up. So he's gonna help. He's helping us do a lot. The rest of the build. So we kind of did. The first two parts where it was like structural, taking everything, gutting it out. And now we're kind of doing the finishing touches. So that's why we're down here. That's so why you're we taking everything out of the bus and redoing it? We're not taking anything out. It's just, we're just like 
doing the finishing touches so it looks more like a house, like a finished house. Right okay. now, it's like we got the gutting and the heart and the bones, right? Got the foundation, right? And but then now, what are you going to do? What are you going to put it? You're going to go live in the Everglades? You're going to buy property? <laughs> what are you going to do with this? Uh, the plan is to buy property. The plan is to buy and property, growing food more. Yeah, yeah. Making sure we got water rights, because that's what we learned the hard way in the desert. I think water rights is very difficult to attain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's twice as much as the property itself. Yeah. Well, it's very difficult in Florida to dig wells, too, because there's a lot of iron core, and the water comes out huh. yellow. Full of copper. And you know, I've iron. seen the hydroponic things that people are doing at home, which is, I think, pretty cool. But I kill every the fact that that's still alive is by the grace of the angels. <laughs> no, it's because we sort of talked to and say to ignore you. Actually, she's given birth. We're gonna have to get another planter. a bigger pot. But I've seen the hydroponic where it grows up and it just grows through the air, I guess, and, and through the water, which is easy in a home. But for what you're doing, you can do it any size, like garden box and. Or just go bigger. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. I got to tell you, timing in life is everything, right? So here they are. Hurricane season's coming. So I want you to get their card. Because if we got to live here, except for you, because <laughs> you, forget about it. The Publix won't be around. You want to be with Don because you can live. Me and Ava got bored, baby. We got you. Oh, Lord. And Green speaking acres. of hurricane season, the state of Florida gives incentives for water collections. It's a great time to collect water. <laughs> <laughs> Which will help you with your garden, your edible garden. What do you do with that? I got the pool. <laughs> you like water? I collect water from the pool. I did for the first hurricane, took a shower and everything. But I know you're laughing, but these are things that people don't realize even exist. And I'm sitting, because I have no idea, water collection. So you're collecting the rainwater, and what do you do with it? Well, it would help you build your, your garden. So it's like instead of like... Because, I mean, there's just, I don't know, there's so there's much so in terms things, of like right? the pressure, like this, because... The influx of people, the pressure it puts on bodies of water like the Everglades and our springs. By collecting water, you're easing that pressure, but then also gardening takes a lot of water. So you're being you're able to sustain your garden without having so much pressure on like the what everybody else is using. To, and will you come out and help water. people maintain their gardens? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's funny because in Puerto Rico, they collect barrels of rainwater. Mm -hmm. yeah. My father taught me that as a young kid. And I see all that rainwater coming off the roofs and I tell Linda all the time, I feel like going out there with a bucket because I'm already used to this, right? Mm -hmm. So you look at some of the drought situations in California until recently, mm -hmm. um, and they didn't collect any rainwater. Nobody collects anything no. here. No. They don't I do think, it. I think for summer, I want to talk about putting a segment together on saving the earth or whatever we want to call it, saving Florida, something, simple things like collect rainwater or compost. Simple composting, maybe not the toilet compost, but you know, let's start with banana peels and coffee one. grinds. <laughs> number two. But things that people. And three. No pun intended. One Thank and you. Two gives you three. <laughs> but simple things that people can do, and they can even do with their kids to teach kids the value of the land, what it is. Because I remember when my kids were little, and they went through all their gifted testing. They said, "And where do eggs come from? Where does milk come from?" You know what they all not my kids, but standard answer was Publix. Publix, right? So there are so many kids that grow up the way we grew up here, and they don't even know what it's like. So I think it would be a great segment just to put together. Yeah. And maybe we can put Alicia on it. Especially for Hurricane Sandy. I think it's a great time. You know, maybe there. Ryan with his drone to really bring awareness to where we, I know we're laughing and teasing, but we need to bring awareness to it. And for our kids and families, because what a great family activity this is, right? Instead of being on all your electronics, actually getting in the garden mm -hmm. and doing something with your hands with your kids and really staying grounded yeah. with, in the dirt. And yeah. doing it now that, that we don't have a COVID situation where you couldn't leave your house. 
all of a sudden you're looking at each other and says, what are we going to do? You know the despair? Remember we used to talk to people all over the country, the despair, my sister's face. What am I going to do? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? I know people that drank water out of their toilet because they didn't leave the house. I mean, it can get serious. Do it now while it's not serious so that when the serious comes, you know sort of how to react to this thing. And I think, too, it's such an important thing about community as well because it's like if you're you're growing a certain set of vegetables and your neighbor's growing a certain set of vegetables or fruit, you could share. And it's like I feel like COVID, we were all so alone. Like we were like... Do I even like most of us didn't even know our neighbors? What a really great idea to go into a community where there's lots of kids. Yeah. And each house picks a different something, and then you have like the stone soup where everyone brings something else to the party. Mm-hmm. You Growing know, tomatoes I, I, and I carrots wish and green beans. I and wish all that were true. As we getting further further from the COVID thing, I think people are getting back into their yeah. So maybe it's time hands. to really get to the kids early. You know, I'm thinking Veggie Vero. This would be perfect for Veronica also. Oh, absolutely. The Delray Beach Children's Garden absolutely. and Veronica Green, right? Yes, right up their alley. Absolutely. Wow. I got to tell you, not for nothing, but if you ever get this bus moving and you want to put a studio in it and we go to different places, I'm going to tell you, you'll be a home run hit no matter where you go. You know, my father once said to me, someday you're going to have to learn how to live on the land. And he was still alive when that hurricane took my mother and killed her. And there was nothing in Puerto Rico. When I flew in, I have never, ever in my life witnessed nothing, nothing. Not a freaking leaf on the island, nothing. Everything was dead. There wasn't a bird in the sky. Everything blew away. And I sat down with him in, that, in, in, in the casino, in the, in the carport, and he said to me, and today is the day. So listen to the word of the wise, man. Don't wait until it's on top of you before you may. I mean, we, we're having fun with the desert and all that, but you know something? Sometimes their way is the right way. Josh shaking his head. He's like, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it's great to teach our kids again. The I think importance, you're uh, right? All in, 100%. How Reggie do people reach you? You go on our website, singingnomes.com. That's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can build a, a cons- we do free consult- consultations, 30 minutes, and we kind of get an idea of what you have planned, how much space you have. We do walkthroughs as well, and to kind of take it from there. Awesome. Oh, yes, and, or my phone number, 561-818-3675. You can reach us there as well. Awesome. Thank Christmas. you so much. We're going to take a commercial break. Back soon. You're going to see when we come back. All right, more to come. Happy Friday, everyone. And we'll be right back. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Well, here's a great idea. Donate your car now to help local veterans in your area. Yes, just make one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program. Within a few days, we'll come and remove your car for free. You can donate any car in any condition. We'll use our vast network to sell it. The proceeds raised go to help local veterans and their families. And you get a tax deduction. And all you need to do is make this free call. Clean your yard up get rid of an old car, and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now. Book your fast and easy pickup. Call the Veteran Car Donation Program now. Do you own a timeshare? 
At first, maybe it seemed like a great investment, but then you realized a lot of the promises made to you were simply not true. A little later, you started receiving the monthly maintenance fees and additional associated bills they failed to mention when you signed the agreement. And now their fees keep rising. Your times to actually use the timeshare keep shrinking, and the resort has no interest in letting you out of the agreement. Your vacation dream has turned into a timeshare nightmare, an overwhelming, never-ending financial obligation that will fall on your children after you're gone. And it seems as if there is no way out. Well, here's some great news. There is a way out. The timeshare exit hotline has helped hundreds of people just like you, desperate people who thought they were stuck in this burden forever. Although most professionals in the timeshare industry are legitimate, there are those that use aggressive, sometimes even misleading sales tactics to try and trick innocent people into signing their lives away. We've heard many stories of people who have been lied to and others who were kept in a room for over 10 hours, not provided water or anything to eat, pressured until they were exhausted. These people finally signed a contract just to get out of there. If you're one of the unfortunate people who have been roped into a timeshare nightmare and feel there is no way out, call the number on your screen right now. When we take your case, it means we are highly confident that we can win. We'll provide you with an affordable, one-time fixed fee and our 100% client satisfaction guarantee. Now you don't have to face arrogant, aggressive salespeople alone. We're experts in consumer protection, real estate, and contract law. Even if they bullied you into an agreement, rest assured, they're not going to bully us. So don't wait. Call us right now. Even if you've tried another company that failed you, call us. Our track record of successful negotiations speaks for itself. The call is free, the information is free, and there is absolutely no obligation. A single phone call could free you of this burden. So don't wait. Call the Timeshare Exit Hotline right now. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-235-1584 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-235-1584 now for a free quote. That's 800-235-1584. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer, and we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case, and they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the Legal Helpline right now. 800-796-1182-800-796-1182-800-796-1182. That's 800-796-1182.
Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-485-8801. 800-485-8801. That's 800-485-8801. Coffee News is a fun, family-friendly, weekly publication provided free to restaurants, coffee shops, and waiting areas for customers to enjoy. Grow your business today through the power of effective, affordable advertising. Coffee News is an active marketing medium specializing in the ongoing weekly promotion of your business. This builds awareness for your company so you become known as the leader of your industry and develop brand awareness so people think of you first when they want your services or products. Maximize your visibility and achieve outstanding results. For more information on Coffee News, contact sunrisecoffeenews at mail.com or give them a call at 954-951-7870. Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422 for no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Amp2TV help get you there. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Hello, you beautiful people out there. Today, we'll be doing a very special song. It's called Creep by Radiohead. It's one of my parents' favorite songs that... And I do, and it's one of my parents' favorite songs in general. I want to shout out them, and this is for them. And this is for Rocket Raccoon as yes, well. Yes, Rocket too. Raccoon as well. It hurts. 
They're getting to listen and witness you. Witness. Witness. Third Watch eye. Witness. Third eye. Third, my third eye says that that's a golden ticket performance. <laughs> Woo! -hoo! How you like that? <laughs> you just yeah. made his day, Kendra. Look. Woo! Yeah, do that happy dance. You know who his <laughs> uncle is? Who? Rob Evans. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then yeah, and then I texted him. I said, I said, thank you for tormenting Don and Freddie on my behalf. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Yeah. Isn't it a crazy small world? That yeah, because he he um he co-produced um as long as you're mine, the song I did with Constantine. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, great great guy. Great Pretty guy. amazing. Nice job, Baxton. Thank you. That's awesome. Very cool. Small world. Right? You got to love hanging with Kendra. It's funny because we played your song when he was here. He says, that, 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 that. wait a minute. That was <laughs> we funny. had no idea. Was his we just song? happened to play that show, the video that you did with Constantine, and he thought it was a whole thing. He says, I wrote that. I said, really? <laughs> All right, so I got I to gotta talk to Frank. We're talking about sustainability gardens, and we're going to live on the earth. Any books coming out about that? Do we know this has happened before? Do we know what's happening? 
lives on the earth. Uh, they dial most of my books delve on. We terraformed Mars and we live on the earth, and then we screw it all up. Exactly. Then God says, now it's your time to learn. Well, I got to ask you, was there life on Mars and then we came here? Because it, to me, it indicates something happened that we came here. There Not is theories that that's where it came from. And it happened in that reverse. Because everybody says, let's go to Mars. I think Mars came to us because something was there before. There were oceans, there was waters, there was... Well, funny thing, when, it, when humans go up to our astronauts and cosmonauts, or whatever you want to call them, go up to the International Space Station, our body reverts back to a 27, 20... Five-hour day or 23-hour day. It's a different cycle than Earth, and it matches the cycle on Mars. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that all the other planets, allegedly, don't have life. And we're the only ones. Because we're in the middle of nine, and this works here. So it had to be that the other planets, for some reason, died. Well, I don't no? think uh, there may be some forms of life on the other planets in our solar system, but there's billions of planets yeah. in the universe. So just to blatantly sit and say, we're the only one with life is kind of Well, I mean, well, by life, ridiculous. I mean that we're able to have this conversation. And we can go to uh, Mars now, maybe beyond, and find Frank in another planet and say, hey, were you having the same conversations? I don't see that happening yet. I don't think that. Maybe there is, but it won't be uh, this I kind of I think it may be sooner than, well, probably not in our generation, not in our lifetime. But, but is it is going a, to be like planet, us? There's a planet they're looking at that they have, they have seen lights there at night. And it's a planet almost the same size as Earth. It's, That's it, freaking cool. It's called Proxima B that is a water planet like Earth. And they've had, the Webb telescope has picked up pictures at night when it's reached night on one side of the planet and there's lights. And how many light years away is that? 10. So it's not like you could take your little red Corvette and drive over there. Not I mean, until we, not until we, well, we're getting there, but not until we uh, conquer the speed of light type of thing. But they've got, they've got, they've already got engines that are similar to what came out in Star Trek in the 60s. The plasma engine. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Which ten never. Years, ten years, yeah. you know, once we conquer that, uh, you know, t ten years, that's ten years at the speed of light. We, we could probably get there fairly quickly. And plasma engines is energy that's never thwarted out. You know, how you burn a match and then you're left with the end. What plasma does not does not go away, it just continues. And Interesting. you can sort of get, that's what was in Star Trek. Imagine if it were the mirror image of who we are. Another Frank? Oh another God, everything. another Kendra? It's like a whole other mirror of, of It would be Earth. another Kendra. What? Uh, well, I mean, I'm already in communication with the other one. Are you? She, yeah. We bounce ideas back and forth. She probably is, though. Yeah. Third Ooh. eye. Third eye. No, but what, um, 
the Marvel mu- universe and like the the Marvel mo- movies, like that's like there's some truth to that. Like there are other universes out there, like Thor, like Asgard, like like the the thing is about like these these Hollywood movies is that it's 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 like the universal code of law. Like you have to you have to show people in some way or some fashion like the whole truth and so what they do is they show it through these movies so it's true it's true. like star trek like like star trek like like even even down to like hunger games which like we're very close to living um and and manipulating weather patterns and and microchips and the matrix like oh they've been manipulating weather patterns for a long time yeah since vietnam Um, yeah since before that before that yeah sorry AKRP yeah so it's it's like the universal code of law so they have to show us what's actually been been happening but they they do it through movies TV books the the skies like all the all the real fighting like the spiritual warfare is happening in the sky and underground like everything on the surface like on the mainstream news it's just a movie that we're watching it's not it's been it's been fabricated. So all the real fighting is happening. We're almost like the Matrix. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, well, it's the like funny that. thing is that these ideologies, these philosophies, all come from research. Like he was saying, the research you have, somebody's going to make a movie about it to try to get the word out that you can grow food in this direction instead of doing it in this direction, and that's already taking place where they're growing food in this direction to use less land right. and resources. And this is a drip theory where the water goes down. We're doing it in a small area. scale in our house. Exactly. And, so, and what begins to happen, Star Trek talked about plasma energy and all these things. Remember when they used to hit the little button that used to go from here to there? Yeah. Well, here's, mm-hmm. here's, here's a peculiar thing. If you, we came, they came out with the Space Force. We have now that fifth or sixth branch of the military which is called the Space Force and if you look at the bat if they look at the emblem of the Space Force it looks exactly as the emblem of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well I'll give you a better That's one. Crazy. You know when gasoline is five bucks a gallon in the United States people start throwing their shoes out the window. Meanwhile in Europe it could be twelve dollars and nobody says anything. But because of it in 2024 I heard the car doing 120 miles a gallon will be sent out. It's going to be introduced. We have, we've had it for years. We've had it for years. But they don't want to do it because they want to keep gas at a certain level in terms of price. Well, now things are changing because other things are becoming more important than gasoline. So they're going to get 120, 150 miles a gallon. Can you imagine you go to the gas station once every six months and it begins to fly? Because that's come out now. I don't know how the hell they're going to control that. You ever seen the I-95 at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? (laughs) It's like the Jetsons. There's going to be a lot of accidents. And I tell you, from 6 feet, from 12 feet to here, it's going to hurt a whole lot more than I-95 from here. Think about even all those TV shows, the Jetsons and the Great Gazoo and Flying Cars. People have to have had that inside, like Frank does with his books. I dream a genie. Well, even I have it like now. like I have a problem with Back to the Future three because in twenty in twenty fifteen when they went to the future they're already hovercrafts. In twenty fifteen I was I'm like I look back and I'm like, 
Where were the hovercrafts? <laughs> there they didn't were want none. to introduce it because they wanted to keep gasoline at a certain price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and wanted the hovercraft. To, they wanted to keep. Uh, they wanted to keep uh, DC nice and money happy. <laughs> it's interesting, but a lot of things. I guess there's a lot of information that they're supposed to be now be releasing on extraterrestrial life and aliens and. In Jan, in November, they're going to do it. Hmm. Um, a documentary on Area 51, and he recently he recently passed, and I'm the cause of death is a a little a little up in the air, and I'm like I wonder what happened. There was a show I produced where the colonel that ran Area 51 for six years came on, and we never heard from him again after that show. So I got to tell you. I don't yeah. know what the deal Goose is, yeah. but well, it happened. Now we there's an Area 52. Huh? Now there's an Area 52. I'm pretty sure there's an Area 53 or 54. I'm pretty sure that somebody knows something. The question is how they've kept it secret, quiet all this time. Mm -hmm. It's freaking amazing. But, you know, can't keep a good thing down either. So. <laughs> I know. I'm going to learn to live in the Mojave Desert. <laughs> and I understand Josh is doing your book cover for the next edition. Yep. It's pretty exciting. What's the name of the next book? The Third Eye. Samael of Sarah. Have you seen the book cover? Josh. Do they have it? Josh has been working on it. Wait till you see this, Miss Third Eye over there. That's what it is. You've seen it? Yeah. How did you get to see it? Because I've watched what, what the crew's doing during the day. So you look over his shoulder? I said, show me what you're doing. Your book cover for Frank? That says Mr. Is it ready? I can give you a, a, a little snippet. Okay. Let me send it over. All right, let's send it over. A little Tell snippet. us the premise of the book. Well, it takes up... I can't really get too into it because I'll give up the thing, but it takes up... Uh, there's a cliffhanger at the end of Xanthaterra. Is this the book Kenny's in? No, no, Kenny's in Operation Retribution. Because he was bragging that you're putting him in another book. Not that I know of. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll tell him that tonight. <laughs> but um, there's a cliffhanger at the end of Zentaterra where the malignant gets involved in impregnating. That, that's all I'm going to say. And his child is born in the next book. And it has the third eye. See, aren't you glad you're here, Kendra? You and Frank must have this like karmic cosmic connection. Well, I mean, thriller killer, what's up? <laughs> yeah. But what Josh is doing is pretty cool. So he's working really hard on it. I mean, he's drawing it by hand. The detail in it is amazing. I'm kind of curious to see what he comes up with. So he's going to send it over. We're going to take a look at that. But in the meantime, Jay, you're going to start working on some things. How can people reach at you and the artwork and? I am. They can uh, they can contact me at uh, graphitist.com. Uh, um, Again, so simple. G-R-A-F-I-T-I-S-T <laughs> at uh, me.com, actually. And um, they can uh, uh, they can contact me through uh, on the phone at uh, uh, area code 561-309-8043. Perfect. And if you have a picture of a dog or something that you want, like... Pet portrait. Pet portraits and stuff. Like I was thinking of Kendra. I about do her commissions, cat. yes. About her cat, about your cat as well. You could do that as well. You know, I had a question. 
Anybody have a cat that you go to the bathroom and the cat decides he wants to be in there with you? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. What is up with that? They they want to be. So when you're when you're either like sleeping or going to the bathroom or even like showering, um, you're in a place of vulnerability. Like I like you're either going to the bathroom or you're like showering or you're naked and you're unless you shower with your clothes on but um when you're in a place of vulnerability um that's when cats pick up on that and they they want to protect you am i feeling vulnerable when i go to the bathroom because i'm not asking him to be in there are you watching witchcraft at the same time <laughs> no that's only when you're in the bubble bath <laughs> let me tell you if if i go to the bathroom and linda goes to the bathroom we got side by side bathroom you go to the bathroom at the same he time he goes to mine mm -hmm. Why is you. that? Maybe he likes you. Yeah, get out of here, I tell him. Nope. And he stayed. And then, you know, <laughs> my cat is 28 you. pounds. And he sits down. You try to move him. Taking a shower. Just talk to him. And so I take a shower and I look and there he is. I go, what yeah. are you doing? Well, I think in, from like a, a cat's perspective, like they see you going into like this loud, like waterfall chamber, and he doesn't and, do it for her. And they just like they're they're like what like what's going on with my owner? What's going on with my mom or my dad? You know, they're like something's this, wrong with this. This whole like thing. this big water chamber, and they're they're just like what? So they just want to know if you're gonna come out eventually. Protect it. And he bit my <laughs> ear. He didn't bite hers. I don't get it. I'm just wondering because I feel the third eye thing. Going. All right, you have it up. Let's take a look. It actually has a third eye on it. I know. That's why I wanted to show it. I just it. wanted to give a little sketch of it. That's crazy. That's, that's creepy. I knew it did. That's why I wanted to show it today because everything creepy. we've been talking about. It looks like Hendra. That eye is above Devil's Tower. Ooh, give me the chills again. I can see the invasion of the body snatchers. Amazing. Come down. Very cool. Nice job, Josh. Thank you. All right, so Frank, as we're building up to that, how do people get all of your books? Amazon.com, online, or you can contact me. My website is frankarofolo.com, or contact me, frankarofolo at gmail.com. Or you can books? get them here. Right here. Come right to the studio. Come in and he'll sign it right, right here for you. Yeah. Cheaper than Amazon. Yep, we have them right here at the studio already signed, so you can pick them all up, starting with Gabriel's Chalice and all the way up. And our singing gnomes website? Yes. Uh, so that'll be at singinggnomes.com. Uh, or singinggnomes at gmail.com. And you can also reach us at 561-818-3675. Awesome. And I saw a picture of the bus. It does exist. It's very <laughs> cool. <laughs> big, big place. Maybe we can park it and Kendra can do a whole something out there. Do a there. concert. Right? In the desert. I don't a concert in the desert. Concert. Kendra, how do people find you and your music and all the new things that you're bringing out? You can go to my website at www.kendraerica.com and also on social media at Facebook. So you can also get up to date with your earthquake warnings um, <laughs> <laughs> if those exist. Um, and uh, Instagram at Kendra Erica, Twitter, TikTok. Um, until it gets banned. Um, and, uh, and also, just Google me. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. You're here for a little bit, so maybe we'll get to see you again. Yeah, I'm here till the 20th. Okay, more to yeah. come. Have a great weekend, everyone. Happy Friday, stay safe, be kind to each other, get some books, and we'll see you Monday, 9 a.m. drive time.
and don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time.